Hello and welcome to Glorious Living. I'm Kathy DePlanis here again in Studio C, all excited about having you here to share all the great things that God is doing in this ministry and in your life. I believe that God has brought you here for this purpose to help you to realize that you have a glorious life and it is just about to unfold. I believe you're gonna learn lessons and things in, uh, today that will change your life forever. And I have my friend Chrissy here with I me. I love sharing glorious stories with you mm -hmm. and just seeing all the comments of people being transformed daily by the power of God, Miss yeah, Kathy. It's I love so it too. Wonderful. And we've had so many great guests all this time since we started this way back. I don't know yes. how many, how long ago has oh, it been? Oh my goodness. It's been, I want to say since November of 2021. Wow. It's, it, and it's been amazing. So many people with so many different stories to share their faith, to share miracles. Mm -hmm. And we're just seeing miracles being manifested every day by people like you watching from all over the world. I love it. Mm -hmm. It's so exciting. And you know, we have so many different guests that have come in. Some have come twice. We have one special today. It's come on yes. second time. And we're going to tell you about that in just a moment. Mm -hmm. But you have a great story to Always share. Always have a great story. You know, it's not hard to find these stories. Oh, They're know. everywhere. And I have one from Gloria. She shared on YouTube. It says, God led me to hear more and more of Pastor Jesse's messages in this season of my life. I went through so much opposition in my marriage and my son's addiction but my heavenly father has been merciful to me and has blessed me and my children. God spoke to me to be a partner in your ministry and I obeyed. I believe the impossible from God as I sow my seed. Well, Gloria, I love that you said that you were believing your heavenly father and he came through for you. I love that. Mm -hmm. And that they're a partner. You know, partners are what makes this program possible. So I want to say Thank you yes. for being a partner. And also thank you for everybody that is watching today that's also a partner. And yes. there's ways that people can become a partner yes. Uh, oh, right, yeah, there's so many easy ways to become a partner. All you have to do is go to JDM.org. You can also give through PayPal, text to give. You can mail in your donation. Everything's on the screen available for you. And we've seen so many beautiful visions come to pass for our partners yeah. that they believe in. They sow their seed in faith, and God's blessings just pour out in their lives. I love it. I never mm -hmm. get tired of hearing all that good stuff. That's good. And today we have another great vision. We're excited to welcome back Fritz Brown to Studio C. Fritz was our first employee at the ministry and he served for 39 years as our product distribution supervisor. He is also the Louisiana State Director for Christians United for Israel and has just recently returned from another amazing trip to the Holy Land. Fritz is here today to share about that, but also about his personal journey of fatherhood and how honoring our Heavenly Father builds an unshakable foundation of faith. Welcome back, Fritz. Thank you so Fritz much for having back. me again. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. Yes, you know, people good. hear about Fritz. If you're, new to, if you're new to our ministry, maybe you've been listening to some old products, some, some Mary Hart series. You've probably heard Fritz stories. And, you know, we've just come so close over the years. You know, Absolutely. It's been a long time. It's been 39 years. I made it uh, just a couple of months ago, back in April 1st. And uh, thank you all so much. Y'all are like, um, uh, like parents, like father mm -hmm. and mother to me. You have spoken into my life, just a, a lot of changes. I was uh, I was a little bit radical when I was born again. That's but, why uh, we connected, so we were kind of yes. radical ourselves. Oh, absolutely. I think you got born again uh, under brother, yes. uh, my husband, under Jesse. Yes, right? I did. Uh, 1983, I got born again. January 2nd, that was my New Year's resolution. And I was thinking about this just the other day. Um, a couple of months later, y'all came back to Lafayette, my hometown, Lafayette, Louisiana. And uh, I was watching uh, Brother Jesse uh, move in the gifts of the Spirit. And it just so amazed me how he could hear the voice of God. Yes. And I said, God, I want to I wanna hear like that. Yeah. And the father um, uh, spoke through Jesse and said, I, I went up for prayer. And, and the Lord said, I'm going to put a spiritual bug in your ear that you can hear my voice. Wow. And I was like, 
Wow. Exactly. What you, so that was a word he gave directly to you directly while you were me. in the prayer line? Right. Nobody knew that. It was just something in my heart, and I went up to the prayer line, and he stopped and called me and, and gave me that word. It was very powerful. And that was before you started working that for us, That was before. Right? That's right. And then 16 months after I was uh, born again, uh, I went to work uh, part-time, and then uh, 11 months after that, I moved to Homa mm -hmm. and went full-time. I started when I was 19, part-time. Yeah, we often say we raised you. Yes, <laughs> I yes you did. And, but we have a lot of fun memories, but good memories oh, as absolutely. well, right? Oh, absolutely. Great memories. You all have spoken so much into my life and changed me. Matter of fact, my um, associate pastor at church just last Sunday uh, walked up to me. They asked me to be the head usher because the main usher was out of town. And I was just making sure the microphones, everything was in place, water for the speaker and all that kind of stuff. And the assistant pastor walked up to me and he said, Brother, he said, I want you to know something. I appreciate your spirit so much. Oh, You're man. such a blessing to this church. And I couldn't help but think in that split moment of all the character things that I've learned through this ministry. Beautiful. And I want to thank you and Jesse for speaking into my life all those years. Mm -hmm. Amen. Wow. I love that his nickname is Faithful Fritz. I, every time I think of that, because, you know, coming in, I've only been here for about, well, three and a half years now. Excited about that. You're but catching learning, up with me. Hey, look, 39 is <laughs> not far away. huh? Um, but learning from people like you who've been so faithful to the ministry, who's put God first, and just great to work with. You know, there's so many awesome people we we work with Team JDM is just stellar, mm -hmm. and you're one of them, faithful for it. So well, thank, thank you. you for encouraging all of oh, us. Well, well, I know so we were talking before the program about how many times God has spoken to you through Jesse, but there was one just recently you were sharing, and I, I wasn't aware of I forgot about it. It was so powerful. One, actually, at one of our visionary conferences, and that visionary right. conference, many people get different words from, from the Lord that Jesse leads, or just sometimes just from the messages God's speaks mm -hmm. to people and their lives are transformed. And in fact, we've got another visionary conference coming up. Yes. If you are not aware of it, the dates are July the 13th and the 14th. That's a Thursday at 7 p.m. and a Friday at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. You don't want to miss that. So powerful. But Fritz, I want Fritz to share that story of what happened way back. What year was that? Well, it was, uh, I believe the correct date was April 16th, 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, Brother Jesse was going through the um, auditorium and he was ministering to different people. So great, um, great service, a lot of anointing flowing. And uh, I was following him from a distance. He was walking back toward the front. Yeah, because you were serving. You I was weren't, serving. Yeah, I was you weren't attending. Catch, you were helping. Yes, right? I was helping to catch the people and different things as uh, Brother Jeff was walking up and down the aisle. And uh, he was a little bit ahead of me, um, maybe 10 feet, going back toward the front. And all of a sudden, he stopped and he turned around and he looked at me. And I said, oh, boy, how many times <laughs> have I seen that look before? Uh -huh. And he said, Fritz, he said, raise your hands. And I lifted up my hands. And as uh, Kathy mentioned... I'm the state director for uh, Christian John of Israel, but I wasn't at the time. And uh, I'd had a little concern. I was offered to me seven years earlier, and I was like, I can do this. I've done it before, but I just didn't feel the right timing and certain restrictions that I had. And uh, Brother Jesse walked up to me, and he said, um, he said, you don't think, he's speaking, uh, the Lord was speaking through him, he said, you don't think that I can supply all your needs for, for Kufi? And uh, he said that, um, he said, I'll take care of all your needs. And then he said, uh, he said, can I say that, Lord? And he said, um, he said, you don't need Jesse to plant us. He said, you got me. Well, he said that because I've always gone to Kufai when Brother Jesse was a state director for many years. He was there six or seven years. Yeah, we helped launch that first meeting. We were with it for many, many years. But then because of our schedule, right. we couldn't keep up with it. So we, Jesse resigned as state director. Right. And I think it was no one ever was appointed. It was just right. They offered it for to me, but years. I just had some reservations about it. And I always went 
your brother Jesse yeah, and we take care, to, of, yeah, take care of the stuff, of your airfare, all that kind of stuff. So I'm thinking, where am I going to get all the money for this stuff? And God, God knew exactly what I was thinking. And he said, I'll, I'll take care of all your needs. You don't have to worry Amen. about it. And he said something very special. I have, a, I have a heart for the Jewish people. I read a lot of Orthodox Judaism books, all the, the rabbis and different things, Rashi, Rambam, uh, all the different ones dating back, you know, thousands of years. Yeah, and you helped Jesse and fill his library with those yes, same I materials. Helped him. I, I think I uh, helped him with 1,500 books in his library. <laughs> wow. 500 just for my brother. Yeah. He wanted a, a secular collection different things like that, but I helped them with all the Jewish things. And But anyway, the point that I'm making is that um, God has really put that in my heart to love the Jewish people, and I see all the different things. And I'm like, when I talk to my friend Rabbi Eritopolowski, who I went to Israel with, uh, he's just amazed. He said, man, he said, you, you fire me up. I said, Rabbi, I'm reading your books, your people's books and stuff. You know, we're talking about the Messianic age to come on all those different yeah, things. Yeah, I love that. I love that. You know, it's. I was re studying re recently about something like, like that too, how Jesus found, in fact, I heard T.L. Osborne say mm -hmm. it. He said, Jesus found himself in the scriptures. Right. That's yes. why he went in Luke chapter, uh, I think it's chapter... Uh, Four, where he, four, four yeah. 18, 19, where mm -hmm. he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Mm -hmm. He's in the synagogue in his hometown. And uh, he has, a, for he has anointed me. He, that, he was quoting Isaiah. Isaiah, that's right. So uh, he was just telling us, I was a great little old, I love to look at, listen to old messages as well. Mm -hmm. And so uh, T.L. Osborne was saying that we need to find ourselves in the scriptures. So when you're reading Absolutely. those old Commentaries, really, they're a commentary, but also in the scriptures, you find things that oh, they absolutely. need to be. They, it's have, in they there. have so much revelation, these guys. I mean, uh, of course, I study Paul and I study uh, Yeshua, uh, Yeshua and the Gospels, and um, there's not a lot of people that are connecting uh, Rav Shaul, aka the Apostle Paul, with Moses and his teachings, but yet um, the Apostle Paul quoted more times from the Torah than Yeshua did. The Apostle Paul quoted or alluded to the Torah, the five books of Moses, 120 wow. plus times. Yeshua, uh, he quoted directly from the Torah mm -hmm. about 80 times that I've, that I've discovered in yeah, this. Yeah, when you say Yeshua, study. those that may not know, he means yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, yeah, Jesus way to Yeshua. Say it. Why Amen. did they say that instead of just Jesus? Well, uh, Jesus was, uh, English language came about 500 years after uh, Jesus ascended to heaven. I like to call him what the apostles called him by, by his Jewish name. Beautiful. When I say that. Sometimes when I pray, I say Yeshua. Uh -huh. And there's just a power that comes through mm -hmm. because it, it's just so wonderful. I love when you mentioned, Miss Kathy, that Jesus found himself in the Old Testament mm -hmm. and that we should find ourselves in the Old Testament because it's all about our Heavenly Father and honoring him. And when you honor him, you're honoring Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's all one. It comes together like a beautiful puzzle. Mm -hmm. And I love when I spoke to you about, you know, fatherhood because we're celebrating mm -hmm. fathers all of all this, this month. month. Right. And and you mentioned how the Jewish people honor their Heavenly Father. Can you share Absolutely. a little bit about that? Um, I posted something on Facebook about five years ago, and I basically blown away one of the readers. Basically, what I was talking about was, um, you know, choose who you think is going to make it to heaven. What's their final destination? And I listed different things. They pray. This person prays to the Father for at least three times a day. They ask uh, for, for the Messiah to come. And I listed four or five different things. And then I listed, is it A, B, C, or D? Of course, I had a, a, a Christian in there, but also had an Orthodox Jew in there. And a lot of people don't uh, realize, as a matter of fact, I was listening to something this morning as I was riding my bike. Uh, most people don't realize the Orthodox Jews who are very religious or devout, they pray something called the Amidah or the Shmone Ishrei, which is... Uh, 
uh, it's a Shemona issue, it deals with 18, it's 18 blessings. And those who are very devout pray two or three times a day to the Heavenly Father. And in that prayer, they're asking God to forgive them of their sins. They're asking God to bring the Messiah. They're asking God to send the Messiah to bring the final redemption, the, the, the Messianic kingdom. And that's something I've been studying for the last year and a half, two years, and it's just uh, consuming the coming Messianic kingdom, the reality of it. You know, we talk about a Messiah coming, but, and most people just kind of you know, get it from, from the Bible, and it's, it's not a reality in them. Mm -hmm. But this thing has exploded in my life, and it's consumed me. You know, all the different things going through the, the Hebrew scriptures of what the thousand-year Messianic kingdom is going to uh, entail. And it's just an awesome thing that's going to happen. And most people, oh, yeah, I know it's coming. But I'm like, oh, I can't wait for this. Exactly, I, gets you fired up. Yeah. yeah. And I'll just say this one more thing here. Whenever, uh, like, Jewish people or, or Messianic Jews, they will celebrate Shabbat, you know, the Sabbath. They will celebrate uh, Passover, uh, you know, and uh, Messianic Christians who understand all the different implications of the Passover meal. The reason why they celebrate that is it's a foretaste of what is to come in the thousand year reign. Mm -hmm. They're getting a foretaste now, not the full thing, the full thing we can all, can't wait for to come. Yes. Well, everything, Jesus came to fulfill the law, but you know, uh, if you don't know Jesus, you won't see that thousand year reign in That's the exactly same way. Right. You need it. The first thing, no matter Jew, Gentile, everyone, he came for all people. Amen. And it's important that everyone accept G accepts Jesus as their Lord and Savior, Savior personally. Mm -hmm. And so, but sometimes you're in that transition point where you're reaching these other people that maybe are, or they're not quite there yet, but you're a light to them and they know Absolutely. you're a believer, they know you're a Christian and, and we trust God to give you the exact words to reach those people. And because not everybody's called to do that. And, mm -hmm. and that's a great relationship you have with different rabbis. But it, they and they understand about being a good father. Like yep. uh, Chrissy was asking about how the, the they, they honor the father God. Absolutely. But, and, and so did Jesus. When he came to the earth, he honored his father. He says, when you see me, though, you see the father. Right. It's, a, it's about that's identity. Beautiful. I heard someone say, in fact, this is again with T.L. Osborne, but he was quoting his wife, Do, uh, Daisy, where she said, you know why God came? Jesus came, he came as to show us the Father, Beautiful. who God is, right. who God is. Mm -hmm. and, and then she said, but something else, he also came to show us who we are. Oh, so beautiful. when we know who we are, it changes the whole situation. Absolutely. We have to know that he's our Father, our Heavenly Father. We're mm -hmm. his child, and it changes Absolutely. everything. And you know, I've watched you over the years, uh, Fritz, when you became a father. Mm -hmm. I think you married uh, when and the, your wife had, was a widow. Right. at the time and she had a small child and you took that child in. Oh, that's, beautiful. Yes. that's a beautiful example of what God does. He takes us in no matter where we've been and all this. Absolutely. But then you have children of your own. So tell us about right. what fatherhood means to you. Well, I have uh, four children, as you mentioned, and uh, my oldest is 28. That's Brandon. Uh, Brandon, I adopted him when he was a very small boy. As mm -hmm. you mentioned, my wife, Sharon, she had a little boy when I met her and I told her, I knew that God had spoke to my heart about, um, about uh, getting engaged and marrying her. And uh, when that time came, matter of fact, it was on the Christmas party. Uh, I remember, Christmas never forget party. it. <laughs> in 1996 on the riverboat in New Orleans. Yeah, because oh, he knelt. Oh, yeah, stories. he had planned this. We didn't know it. Here's a Christmas. We have a Christmas party with the staff. Mm -hmm. Fritz, we, he didn't tell us. He said, Jesse oh, always gives a word to the team. And he says, does anybody have something to say? Well, Fritz said, I do. And what he wanted to do was 
uh, proposed to Sharon. I proposed to Sharon. He right got on his knee. He had a diamond that he, I think he picked it out when we went to a trip to Africa. South Africa together. Oh, right. wow. This and is so awesome. so he got a bargain on the, on the diamond, but <laughs> yeah. it, which is smart. But anyway, he... We, we were just shocked when he asked because she paused. She didn't answer right away thinking, oh, no, if she says no, she's going to ruin the, the dinner. <laughs> That's how Jesse no, was No, it was, it was great, but it, I brought that little story up because I uh, told my wife whenever we had the engagement, and I said, um, I'm going to treat your son like it's my own son. Beautiful. And I remember that my mother, my mother gave me a lot of advice. She gave me a piece of advice one time that I didn't fully understand it and comprehend it, but she told me when I got engaged, she said, you're going to have to love that little boy more than you love your wife. And there was, that was very profound to me. I didn't uh, grasp the whole thing, the revelation that she had. Of course, over the years, uh, uh, now he's 28 years old, but um, that was very profound. And I think of another minister, uh, Brother Marvin Gorman adopted uh, Randy Gorman. I didn't know that. Yes, he did. Um, Virginia, his wife, um, had a little baby when Brother Gorman first saw her. And God said, that's going to be your wife. And she goes, well, who's that little baby for? And he goes, I want you to adopt that child as well. Mm. And um, Brother Gorman had shared that um, he began to bond with that child and, uh, you know, change the diaper, do all the different things and connect, make that connection for the fatherhood. And I know, I know Randy. Randy Gorman comes to our church uh, frequently. And Randy uh, has said publicly, that it's like there's like there's no adoption there. It's like it's, it's like a like true blood. father son yes. thing. You know what I was just thinking about what your mom said because that was so profound. It really was wonderful yep. because, really, when we love what God loves, mm -hmm. it, that's that's the only way that, that the reason we love the way because when we love the way He does, it changes everything. It's a different type of a love. Mm -hmm. Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, because uh, remember the lawyer came to him and says, "What's the greatest command? How can, how can I have eternal life?" And Jesus says, well, what, what does the word say? And so, like he often did, he answered a question with a question. He says, well, uh, love the, the Lord thy God with all their heart, their soul, their mind, and all this stuff. And so mm -hmm. then the next thing is, and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he says, well, yeah, right, well, that's a good answer. He's, that's what God says, well, who's your neighbor? Well, you know, Jesus took it another step farther, even though the scriptures did say there in Leviticus, love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus says, love others as I have loved you. Mm -hmm. So that reminded me, what Jesus says, I give you a new commandment mm -hmm. that you love others as I have loved you. Your mom says, love that boy more mm -hmm. than you love your wife. Mm -hmm. You love her with a, because she loved him. Mm -hmm. yes. And when you demonstrated that kind of love, it, it deepened her love for you. It's, it's all connected. Absolutely. Yes, it is. And uh, also I want to mention, I have uh, three other children. My wife and I have three children together um, besides Brandon. We have Tiffany. Uh, she's my oldest daughter. We have Lauren. Uh, she's uh, she's going to be 22 this year, and then uh, my youngest son Jonathan, in just a couple of uh, about a month, he'll be 19 years old. Mm. So, so I mean, y'all pretty close to empty nest time. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, uh, <laughs> well, actually, I still got all four of them living here. Oh. At home, my <laughs> oldest son, uh, he's fixing to get married, uh -huh. and he'll be he'll be moving out pretty soon. And then my other uh, daughter, um, Lauren, she's going to probably get engaged next year. Come on. Yeah, she's finishing That's up awesome. her college, and she's going to be a vet tech. And then uh, Jonathan, he's got a girlfriend, but she lives a long ways off. But uh, not quite an empty nest, but my wife and I believe in God for it. <laughs> I love it. I love just hearing you talk about your children and your wife and how your face lights up. And I believe that's a beautiful reflection of our Heavenly Father when He looks mm -hmm. at us. You know, a lot of people might not feel like they have that connection with the Father. Mm -hmm. But what do you say to those people who want to cultivate that deep connection with their Heavenly Father? They may not have an earthly father in the world, you know, mm -hmm. that, that's embraced 
embracing in them, loving them, but we have the ultimate source of love ready for us to run into his arms. What do you say to them? Well, what I say to them is that Jesus uh, introduced us, you know, over the years, the 2,000 years, he introduced us to the Father and how to pray to the Father. You know, he said, our Father who art in heaven. A lot of people don't understand, I'll mention this since we talked about the kingdom earlier. If you read that, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. God's name is sanctified when he brings his people back together. And that's going to happen at the messianic age when he gathers the nations around. But basically, Jesus' teachings, he's teaching his disciples how to pray to the heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. And he's teaching them in that prayer and how to bring about the messianic kingdom, praying for the messianic kingdom where we can experience that in, in its fullness. Mm -hmm. And um, what I would tell people uh, for fatherhood, something that's really um, been in my heart the last um, couple of weeks, you know, very, very sensitive to me. Um, and as my assistant pastor has shared, I'll share that with you earlier, all, all I want to do is serve people. Yes. I'm looking so much forward to the next life, to what they call it in uh, Hebrew, the Olam Haba. And that's where we get to experience, you know, we get to see him, the Father, as he is. We get to experience everything that, uh, that is, he's done for, uh, for us through his son. And what I would encourage people is that if you have children, if you're a father, that you need to, maybe your relationship's broken with them, but you need to serve your children from a pure heart, just to love them unconditionally. I don't care if they're on drugs, I don't care if they're going through a difficult marriage, if they're married or whatever. I wanna encourage you, the best thing that you can do to your children is to be there for them, to love them unconditionally. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how our Heavenly Father loves us unconditionally. But that, he says, it's, the Bible tells us it's his goodness that leads us mm -hmm. to repentance. Absolutely. It, his goodness draws us in and says, mm -hmm. I wanna be more like that. And when we get to know God through the Jesus, his son, mm -hmm. it changes That's everything. Right. You know, Jesus. he came unto the earth and says, the kingdom of God is here today. The form of it. God has an ultimate long-term plan, which you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But we can experience God's goodness today. Absolutely. We don't have to wait for the millennial Absolutely. reign of Jesus, you know, on the earth and, right. and then I'm talking eternity. About the, I'm talking I mean, about the fullness when we get to put our hands on yes. him. We get to touch him. Yeah. Get to see those scars in his hand. You know, mm -hmm. absolutely. Now we can, you can have that relationship right now with the Father. Mm -hmm. That's why He sent His Son Yeshua. That Amen. you can that, that there was a gap there, and He bridged that gap to bring us closer to Him, and we can experience the Father, like I said earlier, like the Jews do. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. they've always had that relationship with the Father. Yeah, I love that, and That's I love how you mentioned um, when Jesus taught us how to pray the Our Father prayer. That was mm -hmm. one of the first prayers I learned at Catholic school when I was a little girl, and mm -hmm. um, I just remember really soaking that in because a lot of the times people just r rattle it off and they don't think about the, the true words like mm -hmm. you were saying the respect that should be placed behind that prayer Absolutely, and Christian. one of my favorite verses is on earth as it is in heaven so when you just spoke like that when you said that miss kathy that just really impressed on me the glorious living this whole mm -hmm. program is about living a glorious life knowing your heavenly father so when we pray that prayer on earth as it is in heaven I mean, there it is. We should be living on earth just like he has for us in Absolutely. that millennium. And it's so possible to do that. A lot of people think it's impossible, but mm -hmm. it's not. It's not It's not impossible. And I, I think it's beautiful. I was just thinking while we were talking about, I don't know if y'all heard the story 
behind that beautiful song, I Can Only Imagine. Mm -hmm. yes. But they made a movie about it. Dennis right. Quaid starred in it. We mm -hmm. have it at home and we've watched mm -hmm. it a few times. But here was this father that was the worst father probably on earth. And, uh, and it's a beautiful story how God brought that father-son relationship back together right. when forgiveness was extended. And it was really hard for him to forgive his father because he was so abusive and such a drunk and all this kind of stuff. Right. I mean, not everybody has a, a good father uh, on this earth. My father was not one of those good fathers. I mean, there was a real violence in our home and mom and dad divorced when I was really young. My mom's second husband, stepfather was worse. And so I remember uh, when I met my heavenly father, it was mm, a whole beautiful experience. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people think, oh, I, I can't have a good life because my father abused me yes. or I didn't, it was neglect. Some people are just abused because they neglected the father's absent. Mm -hmm. But uh, we don't have to settle for that in this life. We can go to our heavenly father and he can be fulfill, us, fulfill everything that we have in Absolutely. our life. And I, I'm just thankful that I've had that experience. Right. And, and then, of course, Mary Jess, I've watched him become a, a, a wonderful father to our daughter, Jody. He's going to be on a program with me, Jody, oh, and Jesse, yes. talking right on, I think it's the, the Friday, the, the program right before Father's Day. Yes. Looking forward to that. But fathers are important. God is our mm. heavenly father. But I'm thankful that he puts heaven, He puts earthly fathers in our life. That's you right. have an amazing earthly father. father. I do. He's and the Fritz, best. And you, Fritz, you're an amazing father. I've watched you over the years. Oh, and I you. commend you for... Doing, taking your mom's advice, loving Thank that you. child, but loving, and then being a good father, <clears throat> excuse me, to your, your other children. Right. It really gives glory to God. It does. I had a, I had a little challenge with my relationship <clears throat> with my dad, my earthly dad. Um, he died uh, in 1992. I was 28 years old. <clears throat> and, um, but before that, I got saved when I was 18, and there was still some rough, a lot of rough edges on me, and um, just a lot of different things. My dad used to whip me for smoking, and then after uh, he would whip me, he would go outside and smoke a cigarette. Oh, goodness. So, uh, you know, it was just a little bit of a difficult time, you know, but uh, over the next few years after I got born again, the Lord began to mend that relationship. That's good. And um, it was a tough thing for me, but at 28 years old, I had to uh, do my father's funeral. So I just wanted to speak to all the children out there, the sons and the daughters. Amen. The only way you can get on this planet is if you have a father. Yeah. So I want to encourage you, not just on Father's Day, but every day, honor your father, love your father, because you may be the only Jesus that he will see, and you can bring him into the kingdom. <clears throat> I think that's I wonderful. love that, and I can identify with that, <clears throat> excuse me, because I was able to, to give my father a Bible. He was 60 years old, he'd wow. retired, wow. and I had been traveling, Jesse and I were all over the place, and finally I was at a spot where I could bring him the Bible. He says, oh, I've always heard about that. He says, I'm going to read that now that wow. I'm retired. Mm -hmm. And his life totally changed, and I was able to be with him, reading right. the scriptures to him when he passed. And so that is really just wonderful to see how God can even bring a bad relationship yes. turned around. God, God mended my father and I's relationship, and even my grandfather. He was staunch Catholic for about 81 years. And then I went, uh, he was staying at my sister's house in Lafayette, and I went to see him. We all knew that the time was coming. Mm -hmm. And I walked in the bedroom where he was, and I opened up John 14. And I said, I read the scripture, in my father's house That's are many mansions. And I go to prepare a place. And I'm just weeping, crying, just reading the scriptures to my grandfather. And he received the Lord before he passed away, both him and my grandmother. Wow. They waited 80 plus <clears throat> years. And wow. uh, 
came to the knowledge of the Father. It's awesome how, you know, you as the child think that you have that role as a child and your father's supposed to take you by the hand and lead you. Mm -hmm. But then those those roles reverse as they get older and you are called to be the shining light and example to your parents. Mm -hmm. And I just love that, that just encourage people out there. Like you said, if they don't have that relationship with their earthly father or even their mother or right. grandfather, grandmother, it's That's possible. Right. All you have to do is step out in faith and obey what God's telling you. That's right, Whatever Christian. the Holy Spirit's putting in your heart to share with them. Don't be shy. Don't say, oh, I don't want to be disrespectful. No, take that leap of faith and, and share Jesus with them. Oh, absolutely. It's so great. It's That's so perfect, great. Because the Bible talks about how a little child would lead them. That's right. <clears throat> and that happens so it often. So Sorry, wonderful. I got a little in It's my okay. Throat. It's okay. <laughs> but it's been fabulous. Fritz, thanks so much for taking the time Thank to you share for having me. with yes. us. You know, I know you don't travel as much as you did in the early days. You often say it took five people to replace you That's when, right. you, sure when you started <laughs> just running the <laughs> department. <laughs> he runs a whole crew over there, but uh, he's a great blessing to so many. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so Kevin. much, Faithful Fritz. You're a great dad. Faithful Fritz. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Joy awesome. being on the program with you all today. Thank you so much. And thank you for being here today. I hope that you'll join me again for another glorious living right here in Studio C. Bye-bye. So God has given all you people visions and dreams and they'll come to pass. You gotta walk by faith and not by sight. Don't miss Jesse Duplantis' 2023 Visionary Conference, July 13th and 14th. You got to believe the unbelievable. You gotta receive the impossible because it's doable. Jesse Duplantis' 2023 Visionary Conference, July 13th and 14th at JDM International Headquarters. Registration and admission are free.